Welcome to the Author Spotlight. My name is Aurelia Wynn. I'm the owner and operator of Wynn Publications. Good afternoon. If you don't mind um, introducing yourself, uh, telling us your name, and a bit about what you do uh, full-time outside of writing. Hey, what's going on? My name is Dalvin Josiah Sajor. Um, I'm a software engineer at a uh, fashion company named uh, Stitch Fix where we send personalized clothes to people uh, based on the style profile that they fill out. So you basically give us your size, weight, and fit, and we are in the business of helping you find the clothes that you love. Nice. Wow. How did you get into that? So it's funny. Um, before I even worked there, um, I didn't know anything about this, but I came to that company through a program called Code 2040 that helps um, black, and Latin, black and Latinx students get mm -hmm. jobs in tech. Um, and that's how I was able to find out about that opportunity. Awesome. So how do you, like, I guess, so most of your work, like that kind of work is done at work. Like it's not a whole lot to where you're having, I guess I'm wondering, like, does it cut into your time outside of work or... No, it's a um, it's funny because it's a nice work life balance mm -hmm. um, because I do what I do at work and um, I'm still an engineer at home. Mm -hmm. So I I also run like this digital design company called um, Dalvin Digital Design where I help people build websites and do graphics. So it's like work isn't so stressful mm -hmm. and I'm able to like work on other endeavors at the same time. Nice. That's cool. So then tell us about your book and how does it fit in into what you have going on um, in your career? So um, my book is called The Guidebook to Securing High Profile Internships. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote it in a space where I was at a job where before I worked at my current job where I wasn't fulfilled and um, wasn't really like it was a contracting position, so I had mm -hmm. a lot of time to work on the book outside of my typical work. So mm -hmm. um, I basically was reflecting on my four years of college and how I was able to get to where I am now. Basically making the abstract concrete in terms of helping people get jobs post-college because that's like one of the biggest issues that we're facing now yeah. in society. Uh, you got people paying like tens of thousands of dollars but can't get a job after they graduate. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people. Are, you know, even myself, I don't want to say I struggled with finding a job, but I did struggle with finding a job in my field. So does your book right. talk about that at all? Yeah, so okay. basically I uh, talk about how basically it's the process through my lens of how I went from not knowing what I wanted to like getting experience through internships to figure out what I wanted to do to like get me started like after graduating like that mm -hmm. you know that post-grad life when you don't know what you want to do yeah. but you want to land in a, a good spot 
Yeah, 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 definitely. Wow, okay, that sounds awesome. We might have to check that out. So then tell us, what was your toughest part in becoming an author or in writing this book? I feel as though um, what I realized was that there isn't any, like, resource. Like, you go on YouTube and all the authors that you would see were, like, like, Caucasian and stuff like that. Uh So there wasn't a real source where I could get information from my people because I wanted to trust, like, the process. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was hard, like, putting it all together. Like, because there's a, a lot more beyond just writing the book. Um, as you know, um, it's like the formatting, the, yeah. like, how to target the right audience that, might you the audience that you might not even know mm-hmm. basically like a business essentially like when you're like trying to publish a book yeah so like figuring out all that and like the legal illegality and like royalties behind everything oh wow so did you go with a publisher or did you self-publish i self-published okay okay nice 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 and so where did you get your information from on how to just go about the whole process so, thankfully, I had a friend named um, Shelby Paris. Um, okay. Named, like, the hip-hop author on Instagram. Yeah. Um, he wrote, like, when I was trying to just, like, decide to write, he uh, had, like, five, he had, like, three books out already. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to him for, like, inspiration and help on like how to navigate it and things of that nature and he uh was basically my mentor throughout this because he was the only one black author i know in my circle so Mm -hmm. i would just like pop little questions to him and ask him for inspiration um but then like even after all the information you get from people it's like a point where you just have to do it yourself Mm -hmm. which is kind of like what separates like wannabe authors from actual authors because it's like you gotta do it like nobody can't write it for you or put your thoughts down to the paper right wow that's so cool so yeah i recently a couple weeks ago i was talking to uh to shelby he's a pretty cool dude so that's that's great that you guys got a chance to work together yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So then, is there any lessons or just advice that you can offer to other writers who might be listening? I would say um, there's a lot of technology at your disposal to just make this happen. Um, like, if you really have a problem with writing, uh, there's, like, certain techniques you can use, like, just jotting things down in your notes or using Google Drive to, like, you speak and it writes the words for you. Mm -hmm. If it's hard for you to just, like, write that down, like, your your words into thoughts. Mm -hmm. And just, like, just get a blank, like, Google Doc and just start typing, like, without thought, because that will at least help you hold yourself accountable because you have stuff, like on paper rather than it just being thoughts in your head 
So like, mm. as soon as you could get your thoughts on paper, you'll feel more like drawn to like continue with it just than it being something in your head. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's definitely a technique that also has worked for me is uh, I spend a lot of time alone. So, like, in the car, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I got my, uh, I don't know if you have, I think you, 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 if you have an iPhone, you might have it. And just anybody who's listening also, if you have a voice memo app on your phone, yeah. man, oh, my God, I've been using that sucker, like, oh, I, I got to add this to my book. And so I just real quick, like, will turn on my voice memo. Nobody's in the car with me, so you know what I mean? And nowadays people have, like, their Bluetooth set up, so I don't really look crazy in the car talking to myself. Um, and at the same time, I'm not too worried about that. But that really helps a lot, like, the voice to the voice memo app, at least, and I can uh, use that um, and then take it and transcribe what, I what I said and just to get it out of my head, you know. Exactly, like, like, cause you might not have that idea, like when you when you're ready to stop or like when you're back home. So if you could just get that like bit of inspiration and just jot it down, that could be like the difference between your book being like good to great. So I really resonate with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. So then I want to know, has there ever been a moment, I guess, during your author journey or just ever in your life where you felt like you wanted to quit? Um, and then if so, how did you handle that? Yeah, like, so, especially for this author journey, because I was conflicted with whether, like, my thoughts were worth being, like, headed or contributed to the space I was speaking on, like, because mm -hmm. everybody has the ability to get a job. So it was like, okay, um, I'm not special. Like, people are getting jobs and internships in their their careers every day. Mm -hmm. But, like, so is my voice worth being added to this, like, this realm? Mm -hmm. But what I realized is that I was doing my research on Amazon and there wasn't any books like what I wrote. Like, mm -hmm. you go on Amazon and search internships, the only thing you're seeing is like the internship movie. Or mm -hmm. you're seeing like, I have this tool called um, Publisher Rocket that lets me see like the keywords and stuff for books. So I did my little market research and I'm like, wow, like there's not really any books in this space that will, especially for people of color, that will help them figure out the in and out of getting a position. So there, there's a market for it. And that's when I was like, this is something that is going to be worth it. Yeah. So I was really discouraged at first, but then after a while, I'm like, at the end of the day, this is going to be an artifact of me. Mm hmm yeah wow definitely you made, you made me think of two things so you made me think of that quote by tony morrison like if you see if you are looking for a book but can't find it write it or something like that i can't remember the exact quote how it goes but and then two um say that say the name of that keyword search thing program that you just said what is it called publisher rocket yeah publisher rocket so it's like so 
it's it's this dope tool, right? That mm-hmm. allow it's a hundred dollars, and it's not even a subscription. Um, it allows you to do keyword search on Amazon Books, okay, to, and like see like what other authors are in your market and how much their books are making, and like mm-hmm. the keywords you need to put in so that you can um, get more viewers on your book. So it's like a way to manipulate like Amazon search for books and eBooks okay. so that you're like top of mind when it comes to like your book. Nice. Okay, see, ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't say this in every episode, but I'm going to say it now. Get your pen and paper out. Be taking notes. There's so much free information being spilled um, on the author spotlight that it's it's ridiculous. You know, people pay for pay for consultations and things, and we're just dropping this information for free. So, hey, thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I'm like, oh wow, I never heard of that. I'm definitely gonna look into it. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like you getting free gems right now. Cause I wish I had like some guidance or even knew about this when I was trying to write because yeah. like honestly it felt like I was in a like black box trying to write because it feels like writing in general feels kind of very elitist mm. like traditionally like oh you need to be an established author in order to even put a book out or stuff like that mm-hmm. but like Amazon and like uh, Ingram Spark, Barnes and Noble yeah. are making it so that anybody could be an author. So like, put your story out there. Like, you you'll be surprised at what you'll find or who who will find your work and like, will fall in love with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, question, because this was something like in the beginning when I uh, in the beginning of the season we talked about it heavy, and I just kind of want to bring it back. Uh, we talked about, like, the lack of support. You know, a lot of authors say, man, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of support. I was expecting support from my family, but mm-hmm. I don't really know. Like, what's your take or your experience with uh, with support for your book and, and just your journey as a whole? Uh, I would say, like, I had some family members that would support and friends, but, like, what I expected versus what I thought is like, wow, like, it's really a long path. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even, like, just sharing a post about your book or something isn't that hard. And I found, like, I had to, like, kind of break teeth in order to, like, get people to check it out, even though I know this is material that would benefit people. So I had to just, like, get like basically like just I'll prove it to you that how how like this book is worth it like mm-hmm. so sometimes on my Instagram which is official Dalvin J you could see me posting like oh this 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 superintendent bought 50 copies or oh this person said they're pledging 10 copies to show that this is gonna take off and like mm-hmm. if you waited until like, like you wait and see. Like I'm gonna prove y'all wrong mm-hmm. for not supporting me, and it sucks that I had to be in that mindset to do this. But it's kind of like 
uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny? So that what you were saying made me think of uh, something that uh, her name is Jodea. She, I interviewed her in season one. She was actually my second person I interviewed as a part of the author spotlight. And she said something so cool and it made me think of what you said, too, is about is like, so back in the day, Michael Jordan, when he first got started with shoes, nobody would really buy them. And now it's like he's bringing these retros back in their hundreds of dollars. And it's like, wow, how crazy. But, like, sometimes it just goes that way. Like, even, like, the biggest celebrities that we know about today, they all had maybe that rough start where they didn't really have a whole lot of support. But, like, the whole, like, the more the story is, like, they kept going. And eventually they got the support that they needed. And things picked up. And they just blew up out of control. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely can see, you know, what you're talking about, how about, like, you have to prove yourself, but, you know, just be encouraged, keep going, like, that's, I think that's cool, and definitely if anybody's listening, um, you know, and is feeling kind of the same way, like, man, I have to prove myself, I gotta work hard, you know, it's hard to get support, keep going. A lot of times, people will not get on board until other people get on board. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I look at Instagram and just some of the social media. Like, people follow people who other people follow. <laughs> and it's like, why does it Why does, why does? does it happen like that? I, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, um, and the gem that I'm going to drop now is like, your book doesn't just die with you. It lives on. Like, it's like, a product that's like, and myth like, it's like a legacy platform. Like it's, yeah. it was different. Like I'm used to selling digital products, like web development and stuff to people like that. Okay. But having a physical product that like I have and I can take with me anywhere just allows you to just get unlimited money. I remember uh, seeing your post, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, how much money you need to make like a million dollars? And, like, if you just sell, like, 10 copies or 20 copies a month or something like that, or, yeah. like, what the projection is. And, like, I'm all, like, every day I'm on my, like, Amazon Kindle platform or, like, LinkedIn just talking to, like, people. Yeah. Specifically for me, like, um, talking to, like, superintendents or, like, teachers because, you never know when somebody's like, yeah, I want a hundred copies of your book or a thousand dollars copy of your book. And that's like, and you could still keep a day job. It's just like, mm-hmm. you never know. Like somebody bought 48 copies of my book and they just said, I found you on Amazon. And I wow. was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's that's amazing. Okay, so then let me ask you this: other than just like the sales and like the legacy piece of it, um, what other things keep you going? Maybe give us two more. What keeps you motivated and you know keep you pushing at the same? I feel as though um, what keeps me pushing is that um, I know I wouldn't be able to be where I am in like my early career success with like finding the job that I love mm-hmm. if it wasn't for people pouring into me so I just want to be able to replicate replicate that kind of process that I experienced mm-hmm. even if it works with one or two people but I, that 
could change somebody's life and they could go out here and like change the world and that's just if they read my book so mm -hmm. I'm like if and I've already had people tell me that the knowledge I've dropped in my book helped them get a job wow. or internship so I feel as though now it's like this is my way of kind of like helping the world because mm -hmm. um, now I'm doing a lot of now that I have the book as a platform I'm I'm doing more virtual presentations uh, people are willing to just have me come speak to their students because mm. I'm kind of like I'm trying to be a leader in the space of just like decentralizing tech and just allowing like more people of color to be in this space mm. so if I'm able to enable that then just by just speaking for 30 45 minutes or you just take a few hours to read a page out of my book, mm -hmm. then that feels good to me. And I don't feel like a narcissist, like, like working in this space then. Mm -hmm. Or giving this knowledge, because it's cheap knowledge mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow. That's, hey, that's amazing. So then, you know, you shared so much information with us. I'm so grateful. But is there anything else that you have or want to offer to the writer and author community that's listening? I would say don't forget to trademark your stuff because mm. or and keep uh, keep a record of how much you paid for putting into your like book initially because mm. you might think oh like I didn't know how much it would cost to do a book because I'm like, oh, it's just virtual, so I'm going to pay zero to nothing. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. So you don't want somebody to copy your secret sauce because you didn't believe in yourself, and now somebody else is publishing your work. So get mm -hmm. those as soon as keep a record of what you've done and keep... Um, Keep a record of what you've done and keep your trademark because you never know your book will pop and yeah. you'll be sad that somebody stole it because you didn't lock it down in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that a hey, that's all the way right because yeah, and I it's so crazy. Somebody else said something about that. They said you know they were sharing their idea, but this is the thing: ideas can't be copyrighted or trademarked so if you got something on paper be careful who you have editing it definitely get that copyright in place protect yourself really quick there's a way to copyright your stuff if even if you don't have like the 85 dollars to do it um i i want to say the correct way only because i'm not really i don't have the exact term to use but another way yeah another the poor man's copyright. Exactly. Talk about that. You go ahead and share. What? How? How can we get that done? So the poor man's copyright is essentially you using the postal service as a way to record that you had this idea originally. So you would like stamp a copy of your like book, your transcript, or your book, and have it sent to your address, and then down, and you would keep it sealed. So that could serve as a copy that you had this idea mm -hmm. and nobody could take it from you. 
Exactly. There you go. So if you if you got a few dollars for a postage and you could do that, get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Definitely protect protect yourself. Protect your work. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I have had a great time. It's been a pleasure.